Most bankers aren't ready to help you until after their third cup of coffee. But with Central National Bank's after-hours service, you don't have to wait for the bank lobby to open to get help. You can contact us from 6 to 8.30 in the morning or from 5 to 10 in the evening, and we'll connect you to a real, live, local person who can answer questions and fix problems seven days a week. Bank different. Bank central. Central National Bank. Member FDIC. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. This is a Rogue Media Network podcast. This is 365 Sports, powered by Sikkim365.com. Top five transfer portal QB fixer-uppers. These are guys who, uh, you know, aren't the Cam Wards and Kyle McCords and uh, Will Howards of the of the world, but guys who have had some success, uh, but have had maybe ups and downs, and getting to a new program might help them reach their their full potential. Number five, Will Rogers, who had a down year through injuries this year. If he's healthy, he's shown he can rip it up, especially in the Mike Leach air raid style offense. So if he winds up with a school that's running that, uh, that would be a huge thing for them. Again, if he is healthy, although he did, he kind of battled through an elbow injury this year, and we'll see. But Will Rogers, one that uh, I'm very intrigued to see where he ends up and if he is ready to go to help somebody because this isn't necessarily a fixture upper like maybe some of the other guys on this list are, but this is one that this dude's healthy, he can sling it around the yard. Yeah, Mississippi State just wasn't right this year. Yeah. And, you know, they got put into a, a real pickle there with the passing of Mike Leach, and then – they, you know, pivot, make a, you know, I guess a, a mistake in hindsight as far as their, their next hire goes, and they remedied that very quickly by moving on and uh, going and grabbing Jeff Levy. But I did see, uh, I guess it was yesterday, that Washington is a mm-hmm. potential landing spot for Will Rogers. Mm-hmm. So I uh, found that very interesting, obviously, given what they're doing on offense yeah. and the year Michael Penix had. And so uh, that would be a very interesting uh, spot. And not only that, but he's visiting them, and he's also going with his, one of his wide receivers in uh, Jaquavius Marks. So mm-hmm. a little package. Back. Huh? Running back. Uh, running back, excuse me, yeah. yes. So maybe a little bit of a package uh, opportunity there for uh, for the Huskies, but we'll see. But yeah, he's a he's an interesting name that's out there, but not getting nearly as much shine as a lot of the others. Yeah, absolutely. Number four, remember this guy, Hank Bachmeyer. Uh, he was at Boise State. Uh, beat Florida State uh, and pretty much ended Willie uh, Taggart's career there. I think that one was. Um, it wasn't gonna, him. It would have been somebody else, probably. No, but, but like. I remember watching the thing and like FSU is spending all this time like in this special like cooling thing that Willie Tiger had brought in for him, which is great because it's hotter than crap in Tallahassee in the summer. And Boise State, who doesn't have to deal with that weather, was in their indoor facility like pumping humidity and heat into it. That was it. a season opener. Yeah, it was a season yeah. opener. Yeah. And you're like, well, how did the team from Boise deal with the humidity better than you? And you live in it, man. Yeah. But Hank, that was Hank Bachmeyer's kind of shining moment of his career. Uh, he was at Boise. Then he's been at Louisiana Tech. Now he's on his way to Wake Forest, actually. And 
can the uh, the slow mesh uh, turn Hank into to somebody who's consistent? We'll see. Uh, Dave Clawson's done a great job with guys that he's had in there uh, this year, obviously uh, notwithstanding. But, yeah, this is an interesting one to me, the Hank Bachmeyer, who's now on his third stop, and Wake Forest under Dave Clawson, who's a, who's a really solid coach, uh, might be able to do something with him. How yeah. much in 10 years will the average amount of programs a quarterback ends up playing for Probably six. No. Two and a half? <laughs> yeah, two. Two and a half, probably? I mean, how many years of eligibility are guys going to yeah. have at this point? Um, you know, once the COVID years end, is what's that even look like by that point two years down the road further into college athletics? I mean, hey, who's to say? Um, but the record books are going to need lots of asterisks. Yeah. Because of the guys who oh played back in the day who did four years worth of you know stuff and the guys who – have f- six, seven years, but I'm glad that uh, I, f- I thought for a second because Will Rogers is uncommitted. I thought that you were for a second. I forgot the topic, and I was like, you know, Hank Bachmeyer committed like three days ago. Yeah. So no, no yeah, you had yeah. that good. Okay, yeah, no. yeah. There's 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 guys on this list. Are, that okay, are bo- cool. Uh, yeah, I, just, yeah. I was concerned for a second there, but he had a really yeah. good um, 2021. Threw for over 3,000 yards, um, and then last year, I mean, had a pretty respectable year with La Tech. Obviously, got Sonny Cumby. Uh, there's your head coach here. I was slinging around with him a little bit, but um, really, really good a couple years ago. Um, and we'll see if he can, you know, going into a sixth year now, uh, rekindle some of that magic, as you said, with the, the fit there out in North Carolina and – um, yeah, a, a nice opportunity for him. Yeah, actually, the next, uh, all the rest of the guys are committed. Will Rogers is the only one who, who wasn't. Number three, Tyler Shuck. Um, this one, Fixer Upper, isn't really about skill. We've seen it when he's healthy. Fun to watch. Uh, but Louisville will be the school that can uh, hopefully be the first one that can keep him uh, on the field for more than, than five or six games at a, at a stretch. Mm-hmm. So uh, that would be the Fixer Upper there. Like, he's, uh, you know, he's shown flashes of, of uh, you know, I'll just say it brilliance at times where, man, this guy's, you know, can really create and do a lot of things. And I thought coming that off how he ended last year and the momentum, mm-hmm. and, and of course it did not happen. But, yeah, I he really, he, uh, he, was, he became a dual-threat quarterback. To, to me, look, if you're, like, Jack Plummer had a great year, and he was a bus driver's bus driver for... Uh, for Jeff Brom, uh, Tyler Shuck's got a, a, a wider skill set than Jack Plummer does. And I'm not trying to knock Jack Plummer. I'm just stating the fact, you know, if you can keep him healthy in that offense, he can he can have some fun. Yeah, I mean, Jack Plummer was fine, but, you know, yeah, he, he had some moments that weren't so good. And I yeah. think that, you know, Louisville was able to overcome some of those things uh, at times, like turnovers uh, specifically what I'm talking about. But, yeah, I mean, Tyler Shuck, the, the big thing with him is just staying healthy, guys. I mean, that's that's pretty much it. I mean, it's the reason he's still around in college football, I think, and, and not, you know, having gone and, and tried to apply his trade in the pros at this stage, given that it's not going to be year number six for him. Um, just unfortunate the way that it worked out in Lubbock because that, that Oregon game, that – interception there at the end was just brutal and it didn't end up costing them a bowl game uh, because they got the six wins but that could have been just on the opposite spectrum like a huge win for Joey McGuire that also changes the whole Oregon conversation the rest of the year with them in the playoff and Washington and all of that but uh, Tyler Shuck's a good player Texas Tech needed to move on though I mean they kind of they had to give you'd had him there for three years and I think you'd about seen what you needed to see and and now you've got Baron Morton Will Hammond and others to, to focus in on but he's really good um, at his best, and he can, you know, uh, have some deficiencies like anybody else. But the, just the big thing with him is, can he be healthy? And if he can, then, then Louisville can, uh, you know, have some good things happen. Number two, Blake Shapen. Uh, look, he's 
he's interesting uh, in a lot of different regards, and not just because we covered him his whole career here, but um, he was as good as persona non grata for a lot of Baylor fans at the end of 2022. You mean he, he was, was Charlie Brewer 2020? Blake Shapin's the biggest problem. This team needs to move on. Oh, my God. Sawyer Robertson, he was at Mississippi State. That's got to be better, right? Oh, Blake Shapin's the issue. Blake Shapin's the issue. If you ask most fans, what's the biggest deal at Shapin? Then you get a few games into this year, you're like, what's the least amount of their problems? They're like, yeah, well, right now it's Blake Shapin. Well, you know, and... <laughs> we got into there and we saw Sawyer Robertson and everybody's <laughs> yeah. like, bring Blake back. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, and he's had some some really exciting, I mean, the Big 12 championship game, elite moments. Uh, he's had some really good, consistent ones. But given the flux the roster's been in the last two years um, and, and him just growing as a quarterback, he, I think it's better for everybody that he – him and Baylor that he moved on because they're not going to try to fit him into uh, you know into a hole he's not he's the square peg in a round hole anymore. The last so. time Baylor had a quarterback finish his career healthy and or popular. Yeah, that's I mean that's they've Bryce Petty or Nick Nick Bryce Petty. It was Bryce Petty. Bryce Petty. Yeah, and then yeah they've kind of got A and M disease too. You know A and M's got that. It. I mean Zeno. That's Drones? only because Russell Shaping? got hurt. It would no, be Seth I, Russell, but no, you said but injured. Yeah. Injured and or, yeah. It, it's a nuts, the kind of uh, yeah. attrition well, they've had. Shapin already split the fans because some people wanted Bohannon back. And yeah. there had to be a choice there because you couldn't have both of them. And some felt like it should have been Gary. And you know what? Two years ago, Gary probably would have been the better choice. Yeah. Um, but then beyond that, what you did have as far as support dwindled when you have losses stacking up. Weren't a lot of complaints when they were like, starting uh, off two years ago, and they were very much in bowl contention. Then they had that second-half slide, and yep. that continued into this year. And The West Virginia loss is the one. That, that was yeah. the game he got hurt. That's, Otherwise, yeah. but they But he fumbled win. the ball near midfield. But he did. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, and so there was just frustrations with him, very much like Charlie Brewer. I think he's a really solid player. I don't think he's like a great quarterback, but no. he's a really solid player. And if he doesn't have to be the guy all the time and do everything and be Superman, like – if Jeff Levy can get a line that actually blocks for him and gives him time to scan the field, he'll be okay. He's, he's not running around for his life. I think he could be pretty good for you. Yeah. So I'm excited to see what what Blake can do in that offense and with the hopefully a bit more protection around him. And he works really hard. Um, I hated that it ended kind of how it did and that the fans soured the way that some of them, not all of them, but some of them did. And so I'm, I'm excited that he's got a new opportunity. And I, I'm excited for Baylor to have a new look as well at quarterback so, because I think it was needed on both sides. So since 2015 was the last time that Baylor had a quarterback end the year healthy and popular. Yeah, well, I mean that that happens. I mean, I don't. Yeah, I mean, like I, I brought That's eight I, years. No, I understand that. I think the more interesting conversation I brought up a few weeks ago is that they haven't had a guy finish his career here in eight years they've all transferred out yeah, uh, and yeah. I think that's actually more interesting because the popularity thing that's so subjective and again that gets into like you know the worst of the worst on social media are the ones that we focus popularity, in on but you're right not because he's a fan favorite but because he was good and, right and it would be Seth Russell in 2015 yeah. yeah yeah all right number one Tyler Van Dyke now look if this was on if Tyler Van Dyke was on the quarterback assembly line six four two twenty six gigantic arm talent, uh, mobile enough. I mean, not, uh, not a statue. Um, you would like, Oh, you know, I want, I want the 2021 Tyler Van Dyke. When he's walking off the bus, you oh, drool. Absolutely. I All mean, right. he's, he's perfect at that. But, uh, right now, you know, if he were a car, um, he'd have trouble starting and finishing, you know, like it, 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 it just, 
he just got all wonky. Injuries played a huge part in that. Uh, you know, in 2022, 2023, the offensive line was a lot better, but, you know, he, he kept turning the ball over. But if Phil Longo can fix those problems, which a lot of them are footwork, a lot of them are mental, a lot of them, you know, all those things, the Tyler Van Dyke could be the, the best one in this class. But we'll see how that goes at Wisconsin. Um, Hopefully he's uh, about to adjust to the exact opposite weather uh, that he's, yeah. he's going to get uh, in Wisconsin. Uh, but uh, this one I'm very intrigued by because he is very talented, but has not put it together the last couple of years. Yeah, I mean he's uh, he's it's, he's gone a couple of years without having sort of that big impact as you you pointed out. 2020, 2021 was a really good year for him. Uh, twenty twenty two, a little bit more hit or miss, and then this past year, just too many turnovers, man. Too many too many interceptions uh, that were were costly for them. And uh, yeah, that just that was not at all what was expected. But I mean, like you said, he's solidly built. I mean, a big old dude. Now he's not going to be a running threat for you. He's he's a passer um, first and foremost, and 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 above all. But um, yeah, I mean in. In uh, Wisconsin, in the Big Ten, I mean, whatever that's going to look like in this new iteration of the Big Twin, now that you have the influx of the, the pack schools, I mean, I don't, I don't know quite what to expect of the whole landscape out there other than Michigan and Ohio State will be your favorites again. But excited to see if he can make a bit more of an impact than Tanner Mordecai ended up making because Tanner got hurt and uh, didn't quite get to flesh out uh, that year as, as well as, as we would have liked to have seen for a guy that we followed for a long time. But there's definitely potential up there with that team, with that offense. And, um, yeah, we'll see what he can do. But I think that's a solid pickup. I'm done with Tanner because they beat Nebraska. Well, then you're done with a lot of people. <laughs> yeah. Well, go ahead, Paul. Oh, that's, that's it. That's it. That's right. it. That one was of the number best one. tweets about McCord not visiting Nebraska came from a Nebraska fan that said, you watch. He won't be here. Riola's using Nebraska to up his NIL at Georgia. And Kalen, who's the, the commit that wasn't going to Missouri, is going to end up at Michigan State. That's where the PTSD is. And uh, Bracket Cat, a K-State fan, he goes, now you're starting to sound like Kansas State fans. Yeah, well, you know, good news is that Rayola doesn't change his mind very much. No, he's only transferred like four times. <laughs> so, no worries and he there. he committed twice, or at least once. It's, I don't know. It, it went from being like the perfect opportunity for them to like become like, really like good. set yeah. themselves up really nicely for the present and the future and looked really like like a really great opportunity and 24 hours later it's like the whole tower's leaning and swaying back and forth uh, now how, and yes. you just wonder what's going to stay upright and, and hopefully for the Huskers sake that uh, at least the Rayola side of that comes to uh, fruition in other words like watching the scoreboard whenever they played the last seven years all right thank you Jack McKenzie uh, also, Garrett Ross, Levi Caraway, Emery Winter. Don't forget tonight, 365 Sports Tonight, presented by BaylorBears.com forward slash GXG. An opportunity for you to support Baylor student-athletes now and into the future for Paul Catalina and for Craig Smoke. Man, the chat room was fantastic today. Most everybody behaved, including me. Thanks to you who watch or listen. And before you go, please hit that thumbs up button, that like button, and subscribe if you haven't already. And also spread the word. A lot going on today. Hope you've enjoyed it. We'll be back again tomorrow. Sports Tonight at 1030. This show tomorrow at 3 and Triple Option tomorrow at 1. Good night. This has been a Rogue Media Network production.